right. That's right. Dope listeners, today is our after school, very special homecoming episode of Four Times Dope Podcast. I'm your humble moderator, Jamie, and I'm here with my brothers, Kwame, Kashara, and Jermaine. Gentlemen, how you doing? Hey, what's, what's up? up? Kashara, so, so, you good? What's going on? I'm great. <laughs> all right, all right. Yes. Jermaine, you good? Hold on, let me, let me, let me show y'all, let me show y'all how I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, lifting up socks. Right. He got the right, on, he got a shirt, he got yeah. socks on. Oh, he got the face sticker. Yeah, he ready. Right. Right. You Let's good? Yeah, man, I'm doing good. I'm trying to be excited since it's not uh, actually in person, but yeah, oh I'm definitely God. doing well. Homecoming Herald over there. Man. Yeah, that's my name for the day. That's right. That's right. We are still in the middle of a damn pandemic and living with it, you know. And I've learned so much about myself this year. It's like one of these is, is one of the things I've learned is uh, my love language. And uh, Gary Chapman wrote the book in 1992, and it's five love languages. And I'll read them. Words of affirmation, acts of service is two, Receiving gifts is three, quality time is four, and physical touch is five. And I give you boys time to ponder and let you know that my love language is email. Email. Okay. Email. I don't like phone calls anymore. I don't like text messages, but I still love email. I mean, it goes right there. It's, it's sitting on my desktop. I can do what I want. The challenge is there, but my love language is email. <laughs> You trapped in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take me back. No, I want to be here in 2020, but I love me some email. Like, hey. don't text me because I forget that shit. Jermaine, what is your love language? Oh, man. You know what? Mine is... I've got a couple, couple of them. Um, mine is actually... I'm a big communicator with my hands, so mine is, 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 is affection. Physical affection, touch. So physical touch. Physical, physical touch, touch is your, is your love language. Mm-hmm. Word up, word up. Uh, Kwame, what is your love language? I think mine is actually, um, was it spending time with the person? What, what was the one you use? Um, quality time. time. Quality, quality time. time, yeah. I, I spend enjoy quality, quality time. time. Is what mm-hmm. I really enjoy. Okay, so quality time. Kasharo, what is your love language? Mine is definitely acts of giving. I took the acts test. Acts of service. Service. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Acts of service. Yeah. That's I took the true. test and read the book. So, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, acts yeah. Of service. Acts of service. We were taught that at NCCU, beautiful mm-hmm. location that it gave us. We were the first class, the incoming class in 1995, where we were given the challenge of doing 20 hours of community service mm-hmm. throughout the mm-hmm. community. Uh, and we had to do it or else. Yeah. It's like you get plunked or some shit. So, yeah, I remember that. You didn't graduate. Yeah, we couldn't graduate. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, thank you, you, right. you for charging us with uh, truth and service and giving us um, right. those charges. But yeah, uh, love language. But remember, y'all, mine is email. I don't care about none of that other shit. <laughs> love you, email. Mm, okay. You may see your fiance know that then. She, she know it. She, oh, she knows. Oh, okay. don't, she don't call me. She... <laughs> she like an email hey, man, whatever Make works. Email. Whatever works. You want me to get it? Yeah. You want me to get it? Yeah. 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 Well, the yeah. communication open. That's right. So, boys, it's, it's, that, it's a virtual homecoming this year, 2020. Thank you, Donald Trump. Mm. We got to acknowledge that. So, we want to get into our first topic, which is sharing homecoming experiences undergrad versus alumni mm. and 
you know full well undergrad is a different world from being alumni when you got some dough in your pocket. Most <laughs> <laughs> <No>, definitely. <laughs> so Kwame, if you could please give us your homecoming experiences, undergrad versus alumni. Um, I think undergrad, it's not like one single moment that sticks out, but yeah, I, think, yeah, yeah. I think it just in general, it would be um, just being in the midst, have, you know, having access to everything, kind of mm -hmm. know, you're in the know because you're hearing about it. Everybody's talking about asking which, you know, are you going to the, to, to the Bob Avant show? Are you going to, to the um, pre-don? Are you going right. to the game? So you get those, you hear it constantly, especially the whole week, you know what I mean? So I think being in the midst about it, and also I think the fact that, like you said, you don't have the money, but it's just like you make it work. So even if you getting a hookup yeah. for somebody at the mall, try to get your outfit together. Got to get them I mean, Durango. So, what? Yeah, it was like a hustle, but it was still <laughs> fun and intriguing. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, you know that was that was kind of like my, in a nutshell, what okay. I think of undergrad, as, as far as that goes. Um, you been going to alumni? Um, yes, please. Oh yeah, okay. That's a little bit more different. That's more like I said, you're on your big grown and sexy at, at that point. Yeah. But also, like I said, you have to kind of like figure it out as far as because like everybody had the same idea, and some people faking it till they make it. Some actually doing it. So it's just like you know, you're just trying to fit in and trying to uh, have a good time. So it, right. it feels good to be able like, oh yeah, I can pay for this. I can do this. I can. Yeah. You know, I can be part of you know whatever party I want to go to or. Yeah. Let me get these tickets before I go instead of standing in the line hoping. Mm -hmm. that there you go. You want some grown, grown up stuff at that point, whatever and stuff. So right. yeah, that part is, is cool. And just really just coming back and seeing people you haven't seen, even if you go every year, you, you know, it might be years since the last time you saw them versus mm -hmm. when you're, you know, undergrad, you see them every day. You see them, you know, the following Tuesday in English class. So, you know, it's, you know it's, that's the part it's right there coming back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jermaine, sharing your homecoming experiences. What does undergrad versus alumni feel like? Mm. Undergrad, I'm going to say, I think Kwame touched on a couple of things. You are, your perception of homecoming is totally different. Every single homecoming is is a new experience, um, especially freshman year, freshman and sophomore year. You're still kind of rubbing off the residue of high school, still right, still getting used to Definitely. being in that kind of environment. Um, I think the expectation, like undergrad, the expectations of being on campus, um, because you've been living on campus or living in the city, so mm -hmm. for you, it's more so you have to be somewhere before everybody gets there. You're rushing yeah. to get there, type thing, right? You want to have all these things done before you get there. Whereas, you know, but I will say, once you get towards your senior year, it's more so you want to be in the mix, but you ain't really got to be the first one to be in the mix. You want to be there, but you ain't you got to be appearance. first, right? You make your appearance at senior. Exactly, exactly. And then what? too, with, with undergrad, with undergrad, uh, the first two years, it seems as if we're pressed to get our friends and family there with us to experience this whole ordeal. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I remember being a exactly. freshman going to, I'm sorry, I remember being a um, sophomore, junior, and senior high school going to Central Homecomings when my sister was in there. Tribe Call Quest, Ice Cube, and all them performing, right? That's and great. now, all of a sudden, you graduate and you, and, and, and you come back, you're in grad school, or you've, you've moved on, and it's like, okay, as long as I get one day in on the yard, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Your expectations change, and you go back more so now to really network and see old professors, catch up with some folks. Yeah. And I think the whole compass, everything, your, your whole compass of, 
navigating through homecoming, it changes. You more so on some grown and sexy. If you catch a party, you do. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. But as long as you get that feel, you you know what I mean? You get that energy. As long as you touch it. As long as you touch it, it, you know, you come back. I think, I know for me anyway, that's what works for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know it's funny? You know it's funny? You I'm said sorry, real quick, I'm sorry, I may cut across you, but Jermaine, yeah. when, you, when you said it, uh, like how it changed from freshman year to senior year, because I, mm-hmm. I remember like being like a senior, maybe even a junior, we was like, yo, we ain't going to pre-dawn. Like we was too, we were too <laughs> grown for that joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm removed from the exactly. pre-dawn. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm yeah. above that. But then it's like, if you was like a freshman, a sophomore, you missed pre-dawn. I was almost like freaking suicide. You like, yeah, yeah why did you miss your life? Seat. So seat just to pre- give people back background, pre-dawn is when we parted from, I think 12 to 6 a.m. I could be wrong. Yeah. 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 I'm so I was going I'm about, I was gonna say pre-dawn is is that rite of passage from the high school yeah you can't do that dance to the collegiate dance that's why freshman year is such a big deal because it, it's, it's that it's that, so that cold rite of passage six I can party at 6 a.m exactly yeah. so that's that rite of passage from high school <laughs> to college right to the college right. matter of fact to me, I think pre-dawn, that's that door you go through, right, on your road to becoming an alcoholic, right? I think that party <laughs> does it. That's that, that's that pre-alcoholic party right there. Pre-alcoholic. Pre-alcoholic. You can't be party for six hours. Kishara, what you got? Pre-pronounced pre-alcoholic. Pre-sweatbox, you got your white tees, sweat yeah. up. <laughs> I'm just yeah. staying on top of motherfuckers. Party. Right. All night. Dancing hard. All night. Yeah, that's why, that's why I met my boo, the pre-dawn. The pre-dawn. You picked up a wife at the pre-dawn. I was there looking for sex. <laughs> sure was. You was on her all night, too. Boy, that was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. like, that nigga took a break. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was still up on him. He saw that vision. He saw that vision. Made up. Yeah, focus, man. <laughs> But yeah, so undergrad, yeah, Tom and Jermaine pretty much summed it up. It's kind of just like you want to do everything, you know. It's just like you want to go to every party, you want to go to the game, you just want to do everything. And funds are limited, but you do you do make a way. <laughs> you make well, a way. Money comes becomes available from some place. <laughs> yeah, it does. You don't know where, but it does. <laughs> it definitely does. So yeah, undergrad is definitely grad. Well, then. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a different vibe, you know. It's like coming back to homecoming is like it's not just about coming back to the yard and mm-hmm. coming back to reminisce with old friends. It's that that's a big part of it. But for, for me, it's like a a rejuvenation type yeah. thing, you know. Like you could mm-hmm. be having like the worst year ever, mm-hmm. but you come back to homecoming, you just get that that energy mm-hmm. and just like. I'm good, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. reconnecting with everybody and, mm-hmm. you know, coming back to have that shared experience that we all came from something great. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's, 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 that's what it feels like for me, you know. Exactly. That's, that's, most that's, of us probably. That's what, to me, Kasaro, you just hit the nail on the head too. I know for, it's, it's almost like when you're in the game, you can't see what was going on, but when you sit mm-hmm. on the bench, you can see yeah. everything. Yeah. And it's like with grad, we come back and we really gravitate to what we are, the, the huge fraternity, the pride of being, being wearing this, these colors and, and being a mm-hmm. part of that legacy and, you know, that, that uh, Shepherd legacy. And I know for me, that's when we really get a chance to say, damn, I made it. Like, statistically, we're we be gods you understand what i'm saying so yeah i know for me i think about all those things when i go back and even now um 
me being a, a professor, I think about all the obstacles that I that I faced to even get here, and a lot of the strength it took to make it stem from going through coming through NCCU. You understand right. what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, mm. for me, uh, undergrad, to me, it was witnessing a lot of things, like with my eyes, because I'm from Red Springs, North Carolina, and we don't get that type of exposure down there. I mean, you're lucky enough to get to Federal State to see what they got going on. But for me, when I saw the Steps show, I was like, yo, what in the world is going on? I want to be a Q dog. I already knew it. No, let's not be confused. I was <laughs> full on sold. Born, I, bred, and raised. I was sold. Like, you could be a, a brother to be a tall side is a whole nother animal. I was sold at that 95 step show, homecoming step show, man. Um, and then seeing Bob Avant, those pretty girls that are so upper class that you don't know who they are. They came out of nowhere. Because remember, they're probably not on the yard. They're too exactly. That's right. They're off the yard. That's right. Half of them i never seen before. <laughs> like, Next motherfucker yeah. right here. Yeah. <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> and seeing all that. Yeah, now, grad, mm -hmm. well, being an adult, it's like, you know, who can I assist? Who can I help? That's I right. really believe in that, you know, reaching back and, uh, and mentoring and, and speaking to the kids in their class, speaking to the students in their classes, um, doing that thing, and certainly talking to the undergraduate, uh, the undergraduate brothers in my chapter, you know, just seeing the thing and then partying like a rock star. Because mm. that knife wanted to touch the, the sky party, <laughs> it's undefeated. We used to have the cabaret, mm. but now we're grown. Mm. Yeah. We get to come up with our own parties. And mm -hmm. the party that we go to now is the knife wanted to touch the sky party. Right. <laughs> yeah, and it's undefeated. It's been undefeated now for this is year. Well, shit. Well, wish we'd have had it. Thank mm. you, Trump. Oh, ass nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last year, yeah, it had yeah, me. And, us, and that was your twentieth last year, two thousand nineteen, uh, Yes. The yes. Twentieth anniversary. Yeah, uh, and that it, was jam. Yeah, it wore me out. <laughs> man, I mean, we could really get to do grown people shit. It's like yeah. an old man because we get to basically pick what we want to do. So that's yeah. the big difference. I mean, of course, having a pretty girlfriend and and going to see other girls and stuff like that during homecoming is amazing. But then having your lady with you during that's homecoming different. is a different animal. Yeah. It is. yeah. We know what's so funny, like not even just what's going out now, but I'm thinking about undergrad, like 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 I guess like the most infamous homecoming during that era that I actually missed it. And that was that ninety seven homecoming. Was I, mean, I was there, but I wasn't there. Yes, I was online. that one. <laughs> and guess who was on stage the whole show? It was you. That's what I'm saying. The only reason yeah, I man. seen it was because of you. I, you taped it. I was. I yes. There you go. So yeah. So I was on social probation. Episode, but yes, I was on the stage. And let me tell you something about batteries back in the '90s. Them things that that camcorder battery worked all day, and I used one tape. <laughs> Yo. The whole Yo. concert. We got to give the lineup before we move on. Yeah. Uh, we had Little Kim. Mm, I was uh, backstage with him. I think Jamie, won't you back there with me? He was me, was he? <laughs> he was on stage. <laughs> yeah, I was backstage. I was talking to MCs. We was back there. Yeah. So, little Kim, Jay Z, Backyard Band, or was it Junker? I think it was Junkyard. JYB. Junkyard. Um, who are we missing? Freaking Uncle, the, the, the Uncle Luke. Uncle Luke. Uncle yeah. Okay, you gotta understand that. That's a story into itself. But Jay Z yeah. was there and. And Uncle Luke was there. We missed a couple of local acts, but uh, for the most part, it was Jay Z, Little Kim, Uncle Luke, and that shit was off the chain. 
I never get that. What's Sekou's last name? Gargano. Mm-hmm. Thank you to our SJ president, Sekou Gargano, for pulling that off. Him yeah. and his him and his staff for pulling that off for us in '97. My God, <laughs> salute! Mm. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, Jamie, I think it was me and you back there. I think it was me. I mean, backstage, who was talking to Lil C's. Lil, Lil Kim comes off the stage. I think. Had I was big I was shades on stage the whole time. Okay, well, I was in the back with somebody, and she walked right by. She was like four eleven with some big shades at her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big shades. And her and her fur, fur, fur coat on. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. C's was cool too. I never forget that. Mm-hmm. It was him and some big old dude. Uh, they're all in these documentaries. Hawk, I think his name is, but you know, those big old guys back in '90. Yeah. Yeah, it was so funny. Like I was saying before, I was so freaking pissed because, like I said, I, I missed all of it on social probation online, so I ain't seen none of it. You call it what, dog? Social probation. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be uh, correct on here. That so is I, I, so I wasn't going social probation. We was online, but we was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's the, uh, we was online, but I said that's social probation part of it. Like, we couldn't go. Yeah. go I ain't go oh, nothing. Man. I ain't go nothing the whole time. The like, only thing I got a chance to see, you know, I said I love my big brothers, but I, I seen them practicing that terrible. Uh, that show? It was horrible. Like, even when they were practicing that, even when they were practicing it, <laughs> like, we was online, it like, this is hot, right? And we were like, yeah. It was, we were looking at each yeah. other like, this thing is horrible. So, th- so then, when so then when I saw the actual tape, I was like, "Oh my god!" Was that the one that Eddie was in? Yes, it, it was, was in the boat with the thing was oh. up in the in the, in, the, in the costumes. Yeah, they had like the, they had like, the oh Halloween costume. Worst step show <laughs> in Gamma Gamma history, bro. But no. but you know what? That, that all wasn't what necessarily. Well, it's kind of their fault because they fall up behind. But they had his brother that came from uh, University of Florida. And and that's the same uh, the same chapter that Emma Smith came from. Um, Emma Smith yeah. came from. So he came with this idea, and I think he sold y'all it on it. Ghost, huh? Mm. That y'all was gonna be some ghost. Yeah, I don't know what the idea was, but they bought we they bought into footage, it. We gotta post it. That was like, dang. But you know what? This, I mean, that was bad. I mean, no, no. But like I said I think towards the end we did win two back to back. After that, though, I think. No, so we, the one, so we no, made up for it. Hands down, that shit lost the chain. The mirror joint. Then they mm-hmm. going off the chain, no question. Y'all won that. We was like, peace. We was like, all right, y'all, enjoy that. That's how <laughs> <laughs> that mirror joint. I was like, ugh. We worked hard on that show. I man. have nothing we for determined. that. <laughs> yeah, but that joint was cool, man. I'm too bad I missed it, though. So I saw it on that. But it was so it was so famous. Like I remember going like the class, maybe like like this, like the Tuesday after, wow. and one of the professors was talking about. So you heard what happened? And and Prep got on stage. I think she called him Preston. <laughs> she said she said his government name. And she was yeah. just like, and he was up there, you know, half naked. And he was, man, she was going off, man. We was all looking. I was like, damn. And then I saw the tape. I was like, damn, that was off the chain. <laughs> he was off the chain. It was, I mean, you know, I wasn't there, but I saw it. So yes. Mm. Yeah. But now it's so funny. Now, like you don't come as an alumni. Like I said, I think I don't, I think the best homecoming. As you know, after graduating, uh, I, it might to me it might have been like a 2018 homecoming. And the reason I say that because I was I haven't been like an eight year span, I, mm. I didn't go, so it was like so much change since last time I went. Yeah. So like, you know they had like the people tailgating and they got the DJ all on the bowl yeah, and all that, and that just was just live. So you come in there and not expecting that and then seeing yeah. what's happening, I was like, imagine was I was blown. It was. But it was in a good way, though. It was definitely like the progression that was happening on the campus and how things move and the energy made it. It was like an energy you could feel, man. That jump was definitely like some good stuff. Yeah. 
Well, I'm glad you said that. Um, energy, because we we sit up here talking about you know, how much pride we have, you know, in the school and the energy we get, you know, from coming back to homecoming. <clears throat> Why do y'all think, or what do you think, is a challenge, or where is the lack of energy for alums to give back, not only to the school, but to their local chapter that they might be, well, the area they live in, which has a local chapter. Why do you think that's such a challenge for people to get involved and give back? And let me say this, by me being a part of the DC Metro chapter for two years now, which I still feel is late because I've been here almost 18 years, but I've only been a part of chapter two and now being a treasurer, I'm seeing things, you know, on the other, being on the other side yeah. that we have a lot of alum you know, in this area yeah. who are not a part of the chapter, you know, which is a challenge. So what do you think could be one of those challenges, Jamie? Well, I'll give you a backstory. So uh, the current president, Tamika Bowden of the National Association, mm-hmm. she came in my office when I was, uh, had the office in Durham and we were just talking about some stuff for the association. And then I kept saying, they, 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 they need to, they need to. She said, well, Jamie, you're they now. And by that time, I had been out of school. I had to be like 2008 or so. And at that point, I was out of excuses. So the, the thing is, we're, we're still thinking it's a they. And we got to understand us being 40, there's a class of 20-year-olds, then there's a class of 30-year-olds, 40s, 50s, 60s, all the way up to 80s and 90s, right? But yeah. in the association, we currently, we currently only have 1,600 members nationally. So the, the, then an effort to become the excuse is no one told me to be a part of it. No one called me in. And there was no, um, I guess, clear information on how I could join the organization. And this last group, we figured out how to do it. So now it's called a one and done. Mm-hmm. You know, when you come to pay your dues, you give us a hundred dollars. $50 goes to the national organization and then $50 goes to your local chapter. Mm-hmm. Now, if your local chapter only needs $40, that $10 goes in your name to the university. So they're, they're, we're out of excuses now. And in being in our case, 40, in some cases, 30, there is enough space and opportunity for everyone to join. It's not complicated. We have stepped, we stepped into the 90s and got on the internet and you know, stepped out the website up and it's easy to navigate. So we're out of excuses. But the excuse is, I would imagine from people who graduated, uh, they treated me bad and so on and so forth. That's an excuse. That's an echo chamber because someone else said it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a wonderful time. I mean, it's, it was hard but fair, but what else is it? You know, if it's something you really wanted, you had to mm-hmm. you have to, you know, labor for it. And in this case, you have to, you know, now assist. Mm-hmm. So there we're out of excuses. That's the true answer to it, because there are no more excuses. It's is, you know, www.nccuaa.org. It's very simple. Just go online, pay your dues, join your chapter, and you know, and assist and jump in. Mm-hmm. Now it is an old boy network because a lot of older folk there. We call them grays. Mm-hmm. So we got to step up as maroons and get active. And if you're asking, well, Jamie, you talk so much, you know, what are you doing? I am the co-chair of the uh, Ways and Means. I fundraise, mm-hmm. so my job is to raise money and to get these uh, these numbers up. So I'm I'm employing everybody who's listening who's an eagle. And you don't even have to be eagle. If you support us, please join the Alumni Association because you're out of of excuses at this point. Yeah. 
Definitely. So what do you think, Jermaine? Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm just going to reflect on my personal experiences coming out of school. Um, being a part of my alumni association was always something I, I, I definitely wanted to, wanted to do. I think for me, though, um, for years, man, it was just such a grind on my professional path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A financial so you were in China, weren't you? Yeah, I was just so where's just, the alumni association chapter in China? <laughs> yeah, but, but, but let me let me let me put it in perspective. So it wasn't like um, professionally. I had to do if, for example, to become to be to get where I am now. If 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 the minimum was two publications a year, I needed four publications a year. Mm-hmm. If the minimum was, hey, you need to have been a, a visiting professor for one year, I needed three years. So, right. I, you know, it, because I was up against, um, uh, the goalpost was being moved on my path. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying, so to speak. So for me, it was more so like, you know, um, I, you know, all right, time, money. Which one do I have to give? And it was you know early coming out of college, even before grad school, was more so time. I did hit up a couple um, um, meetings or whatever. Um, even up here in the area, um, Kwame and I went to one. Um, um, I went to one. Um, I think when T when T Reeves take over. Um, yeah, vice president. Man. Yeah, yeah. Went to one of those early ones, um, and then that's when the wheels kind of really started to turn. But I think for most folks, I think I think part of the problem is people feel as if they have to give money and they may not have the means to give initially coming out of, out of school. Um, everybody's grind may be different. And then some people don't have, it's, their perspective is time and money and I don't have both to give. Um, mm-hmm. I know for me, I may have had more, more time, but financially I was on this path to where I needed, I just needed to grind, I need to move around, I was out of the country, so forth and so on. Um, and then Jamie just touched on it too. Some people just absolutely, uh, well, they don't have an excuse now, but I think a lot of people, and maybe some even now, they have no clue how to become a part of, because they're so out of touch with the folks right. who are in that circle. You know, a lot of people didn't pledge. A lot of people didn't play sports. People, a lot of people, which I know now, um, they, just went to, they just went to college, graduated, and left. They don't have any plugs. Right. They don't have any yeah. type of hands to reach out to, to folks who are, like, who are connected in that web. So um, I think Jamie just, I mean, speaking with, speaking, uh, echoing what Jamie just said is easy now. Um, the, um, you know, it's easier now, but I just think everybody has their own issues. And some of the issues they have, we may look at like, wow, I never, you know, thought that would be a plight you may have. So, um, and then I think lastly, Jamie touched on this. Some folks feel like when they went through, they went through school and yeah, they got the degree, but they feel like they were disconnected. They may not have been treated right. Um, by the institution or whatever the case may be, or the experience may probably just wasn't good. Um, yeah, that's the thing. They didn't have the means to transfer, so I think it's a plethora of reasons. Um, but primarily, I think I think is I think is finances. I think folks when folks think here or think about alumni association, they automatically think money. They get the letters in the mail and like, mm-hmm. yo, man, my my you know my funds low right now. I can't really be you know be distributing right. whatever the case may be back to the school. So. But before, before we go to you, Kwame, um, you touched on something I wanted to say. So I hear you saying like the money, and for some it may be the money because you just never know what people are going through. But I think it also goes to their priorities too because 
If these same people are saying they don't have the money, they don't have no money to get those Jordans, they don't have no money going to yeah. that Jay-Z concert, they don't have no problem doing that. So I think it's about what's important to you. I mean, if you want to do that, that's fine, but I think it's about what they value more at that yeah. particular time. Yeah. You know and then saying? Kishab, I'm gonna make one more point too. Well, I may mean cut you off. I think yeah. I think what's important to like keeping the forefront of our thoughts too is the fact that I think a lot of people don't understand the premise of the alumni association coming out of school. You understand what I'm saying? I, I don't because that's something that's not echoed to us as we're going through our freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year in school. We really don't hear too much about that till we're probably out of school. Um, I just think I think the college experience maybe grad school, a few friends is what people kind of package up and leave central with. You know what I'm saying? By and large, the most folks. Yeah, by and large, the most folks. So my point is, if you're not, like I said, if you didn't play a sport, which keeps you connected to somebody, if you didn't pledge, which keeps you connected to somebody, if you weren't a part of Bon Vivant or some other kind of type of club, Mm -hmm. outside of that, you're you're not really still connected to the institution, to be honest, in in my point of view, so. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I feel like I was connected not only because I was in a great organization, but I just feel like I got a lot of connections with people who went to school with us. But for me, I didn't even know what the alumni chapter was. In my mind, the alumni chapter was when you come back to your school, your home school, and you donate money to the school, you write a check out to NCCU. I didn't even know that you had local chapters in different places around the country for your school. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's Until like maybe like five, ten years ago. So I was like, oh, what because no one fed that into me. You see what I'm yeah. saying? So it's yeah. one of the things like if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. So yeah. and that's what you Yeah, it sounded like you just said kind of a as uh, you said it Kashar, I think my smiles might have said it too, but I think it's part of it might be a lack of education uh while while you was in school. Outreach. And some of it might have been there, and maybe one that's listening at 19, 20 years old, like, like yeah. hearing it. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying they wasn't telling us about it, but maybe even at graduation, the they were huh? there, but we weren't listening. Yeah, yeah, we probably weren't paying attention probably more than anything else. But I, but I think also, too, I think when I moved up to the DC area, um, and I remember going to a couple of events um, before being, you know, being in my 20s, mid 20s at that point, and I, all I'm seeing is a bunch of older. Like people in their fifties and sixty years old when they threw like threw an event together and stuff, and all I'm saying like I see a bunch of old people you know here, so I don't want to say it was a turnoff, but it, it didn't I didn't gravitate towards that because I saw a bunch of people who they could be my my parents' age there, so I was kind of not really feeling it at first, mm-hmm. and then all like you said, then it's just like trying to establish yourself as a young professional, and. And then, you know, trying to make its ends meet, so whatever the case may be, or your projects may be di- somewhere else different than giving back and not really truly understanding. But then I think, like, as time goes goes on, I, I think for me, to be honest with you, I think what helped me, well, I feel like I kind of probably been need, know I needed to do it, but I think what helped me what actually was, well, actually my wife, because like I was saying, um, she's very involved in her, um, her alumni associate, association with Southern University. And like I said, she, you know, she gives back. Um, she's, you know, go to all kind of events and stuff. So when we was first dating, a lot of times she was inviting me to go to her know, go to some of these events. But like I said, she's coming from Louisiana and only have a small base of people up here. So that was like home away from home for her. Mm-hmm. And, and what I realized as I start coming, coming, going to a lot of their events, like their Mardi Gras balls and their cookouts and, and, you know, going to different events, whatever and stuff, for a lot of them, 
like so they're based in Louisiana, so it's almost like, oh, this is a taste of home. So you know, we get a chance to have our uh, our crawfish broil boil and, and toothpaste. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and our, and our uh, mm-hmm. king cake and all that stuff. And there are all these things that's associated with their school or, or with their state, so they yeah. gravitate together. Is that? And I'm like, as I'm going to their stuff, I'm like, damn, I don't even go to my own stuff as much as that. So it's like I had to <laughs> reflect on myself. And I like, yo, I need to go ahead and, you know, try to at least, you know, you know, go in and, and, you know, and join or whatever and stuff, you know what I mean? And trying to be a part of it. Then I guess the more as I start going, I'm not saying I'm super, super alumni guy, whatever, you know what I mean, at all. I mean, but, I, you know, I am active uh, like the past two or three years. And, you know, I guess how I looked at it as, well, you know, give them money for operational costs. If I can get to two or three events, that's still way more than I was doing the past, yeah. but 10 to 15 years, you know what I mean? That's and I'm paying my money every year. And it, I mean, really, it's, I mean, it's $75 a year. So it's not like they breaking the bank to mm-hmm. do that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And really, if you want, I think if you want to be a national uh, lifetime member, I think it's a thousand dollars. I think that's right. Thing. It is a thousand dollars. thousand. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that's, 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 that's all attainable stuff. But even if you're paying $75 a year, well, I can do that. So, but not even that though. Um, you can pay the twenty five. That's the local right here dudes. for local dudes. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I mean, we, we eating seventy five dollars is going out mm-hmm. in Georgetown. You know what I'm saying? It's going to get some eat, or you going to the to the harbor or whatever else. Right. You going to eat? That's you know, that's what you spend in the night easily. Yeah, then DC. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Easily. So it's almost out. like, yeah, I, you know, this is school. You know what I'm saying? Where I got my, you know, my degree from. I got a lot of lifetime friends from there. I got a lot of experiences, you know, there. And I know that I said when it comes to HBCUs, period, a lot of times we don't have the funding because our as whole, not, not just central, but a lot of alumni associates don't give it back compared to the PWIs. So, mm. so it's like, yo, we got to do the best we can as far as doing that. And I think when I look, look into it, I'm like, we're in this area in D.C. And I think, I'm not sure if Charlotte or either Jim can correct me on this, I think the, the, the Metro chapter might be the biggest alumni chapter, or at least the second yeah, biggest. We're the biggest. Is, we're the biggest. So I'm thinking. Yeah, it's the I, biggest. Uh, a lot of the power comes out of the D.C. Like Tamika Bowden is from the D.C. Metro chapter. The last yes. three presidents came from there. Uh, back to Tanya Butler's David, Davis and then mm-hmm. Calvin Kearney. Calvin Kearney. Kearney yeah. and now Tamika. So mm-hmm. we got the last three out of that chapter. So it's a lot of power and influence coming out of that, out of that area. But And what's so baffling is the fact that like myself, myself and Kashar go to some of these men, like Kashar got a position now. So it's like, I could think of all the people that I know live in this area who's not even involved. I'm like, damn, we got so many people that I know live in this area. Just in your and, area. And just like, yo, even if you ain't going to get your $75 up, so we can, you know what I'm saying? So we can try to, you know, do something and raise, mm-hmm. you know, raise some money for the school or mm-hmm. some kind of operate, you no know, scholarship or anything for the school, else. it's scholarships. It's scholarship and everything else for these kids. So, yeah. And that was the other reason to kind of promoted me to like get involved here. I'm like, I got kids and yeah, right. they could benefit from that one day. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> so I need to get myself involved. You know, that was also a, a driving, you know, point for me. Mm. But another thing that you said, Kwame, that makes sense. Um, you were saying we went to some of these events and we saw a lot of older people there. Mm-hmm. That is, I know for the DC chapter, I don't know about, you know, what's going on down there, Jamie, but I know here it's been that way for so long. You have so many like you know, old, older behavior. alums there. Yeah. They don't want to Pass that torch. Pass the torch. And mm-hmm. that's okay to a certain degree, but you got to learn how to engage, it's you know. Exactly. So it's called, yeah, it's a microcosm of what's happening in nationally. I, yeah. Sorry, but you think about it. We have an 89-year-old senator in Diane Feinbaum. 
She's 89. She should be, she, you got to have an age limit or, you know, at least put somebody else in position. She can't send me an email if I, she can't send me a text message if I needed to right now, right? Like, yo, send me a WhatsApp message. Mm-hmm. We're asking a lot of an 89 year old. So mm-hmm. those grays, what we call them, they're not, those, that last bunch of baby boomers mm-hmm. are not willing to move around for us at all. They're not, because they're like trying to pay for events, PayPal, or uh, right. They don't write. Want, they, don't they, want, right. they want to write their checks and mail them in <laughs> to the PO box. <laughs> Why you send me the letter? I didn't get which the letter is, in the mail. Which is fine, but you got you got to stay with what's going on too. You know, what I mean? we got to waste the chat. money to the and chapter. It's a waste of resources. We got to you know engage these younger people. And I was talking to our. Um, Financial Secretary Tanya um, Coleman, shout out to her. And you know, we were talking yesterday, and she was saying how we got to get away from this like Robert's rule of order. You know what I mean? Like that's like you said, the grace. <laughs> that's kind of like where they are. And if we continue yeah. with that path, the chapter's gonna die out. It's, it's really gonna die out. So we got to figure out a way to engage. You know, we can still keep what you have, but you got to figure out a way to let others mm-hmm. in to get more people to the mm-hmm. chat because we have way too many people here you know that's not involved but even that like even when the times i went to the meetings whatever and stuff and you know well before pre-covid whatever and you sign like you know your name and what year you graduated and stuff mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. and honestly, <laughs> like, 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 like the youngest the youngest that i've seen <laughs> right like, the means i've seen was 2005 graduates so that's bad. and it's and then we in 2020 or about maybe that time maybe 2019. So yeah. it's like ain't no 2010, no 2011 graduate, oh, no. And, and none so of that 72, stuff. 72, 62, yep. 78, class 81. 81. <laughs> yo, you like yo? So it's almost that's, like you got like almost shop and, and Chitley was open at the bottom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, and just they'll drop a bomb on this. Chitley is officially gone. So if you go by campus today. Yeah. It's just a grass field. Oh man! Oh really? R.I.P. Oh, oh man! Rest well, in peace, huh? Did you get a brick? <laughs> no, I didn't get no brick. Uh, I didn't get a brick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, before we before we move to the next one, I wanted to say another way that I think, um, just globally, with our school, I think you know, by us three of us anyway, being affiliated with Greek organizations. I think another way to get people involved and to like also raise money, I think we need to try like partnership, like create create great panels mm-hmm. within the alumni chapter. And that might be also a way to engage, you know, Certainly. more alum to, to get in. Yeah, make a challenge. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So we just encourage anybody out there, whatever city, state you live in, reach out to your local chapter and um, become a member. And if not, like Jamie said, make a donation to the school. You know, we need to figure out a way to give back more. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Hey, fellas, um, speaking of, we're talking about homecomings. Um, oh, and I just want to reiterate, too, that was some good information about the Alumni Association, too. Um, definitely, if, if you're listening and you're not a part of it, um, Shar was going to help me out with some stuff tonight, too. So, but yeah, um, definitely. speaking of homecomings, um, I think we all can... We definitely can. I think we just agreed. Ninety-seven homecoming was one of the best homecomings in NCCU, right? No, as, as an undergrad, yes. Yeah. As an undergrad, yeah. yeah, yeah, undergrad. All right. So I want you all to think about one of the best homecomings you've experienced outside of NCCU. This is a two-part question. Uh, what would you say is the best homecoming you experienced outside of NCCU, mm. and uh, a homecoming that you you would like to experience that you have not? 
experience yet. Uh, let's see, Kwame, what you got? You know, mine's gonna be obvious to y'all, but then maybe not to the listeners. Um, I was, I would say, uh, the best homecoming outside of Central that I've been to. Central's still number one in my heart, but um, <laughs> but I would I would say um, Southern University. Like I said, I mentioned earlier, my wife is a, a two-time graduate from Southern University, and she's very involved. And um, so I guess going down um, to Baton Rouge with her, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, with her. Right. And, um, Ashley experiencing. I went to two of the homecomings, I believe, and um, it's just a different vibe and feel. Not even just from Central, but to me, but it's even different to maybe some of the other East Coast HBCUs, like right, like A and T or or Winston State or you know Howard or Virginia State. Any you know any of the ones we probably can locally drive to. Um, it, it's a whole different vibe as far as as far as how it's like they have like a, a lot of land. So, 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 so with this land, and they have like a big, huge, like stadium. So they, you'll see about like fifty like RVs just lined up. Like you think you going to an SEC, uh, like uh, Alabama LSU game or something. So it's just like a black version of that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you see like a whole bunch, like say, like the land, the RVs, the big, huge tents, whatever, and stuff all, all over the place. Uh, you see people driving like the little ATVs with boom boxes um, mm-hmm. around campus and everything else. So it's just like um, a very like um, it's like a football field to me. I mean, I, I can't. I'm like, how are you going to a big tailgate football? And I, granted, I'm going to. I'm talking about when the homecoming f- football game is though. Right. It's definitely where Central is kind of to me feels like yeah, you're going to a football game, but you're still going to be looking fly. You still, you know, <laughs> saying you're still going to be on that. They look like they're going to a cookout. <laughs> they're going, they're just stopping by. I mean, I'm talking about like shorts and a t-shirt on. It ain't like you no know, getting fly like to the, you know, yeah, the people that yeah. do that, of course, but like yeah. in general. By and large. By and large. It's just something about Central though. Central has this stigma, man. I, I remember, I can't, I remember, uh, I will never forget this. Uh, uh, my sophomore, our sophomore year, uh, this guy by the name of Rashad McLeod, he played four and three and four at Duke University, but he stayed on Central's campus. His sister played basketball for Central. We used to call her Big McLeod. She used to hang out with Ern, Dwayne, Pitt, and me. Mm-hmm. She's like six four, and she ended up transferring. She said, "Jermaine, I just can't keep doing this fashion show shit every day. <laughs> <laughs> every <laughs> day. So on the ground, girls going to class. You know what I'm saying? They they got the little heels, heels on. He was like, and she was flip flops and, and shorts every day, or some leggings or something. She was like, I can't cut do off for PWI. What did she go hey, Hey, that what did she transfer to? I, you know, I think she went. Um, I'm not sure what she. I can't remember. What, I'm sure she told me. I just can't remember. But Probably she left. Like I'm that. sure it wasn't HBCU. Probably wasn't. I mean, <laughs> transferred to Pembroke. Or, was at Duke, so you know, she might. I don't know. I can't. I know. I know she was on the team essentially. But anyway, she. Ain't <laughs> well, I mean, ain't one cut you. I ain't mean cut you. I yeah, just you had good. Yeah, good. But basically, like that was the vibe. I'm not saying people looking like crazy down there, but it was, it was a more laid back, comfortable. Comfortable feel. That's that's the feel was because they're people, partying all night, Kwame. They're not they're not going to another club, right? No, nah, they, nah, nah, they're nah, there they, all day. Yeah, it's all day mm. event. I mean, they said right they tents there and all that stuff. And they didn't quit it. But people, but people are super <laughs> nice. Like you know what I mean. Like you'll go somewhere and you walk. You can go tent to tent, and people will, like welcome you. You know, with the food, don't have to know you like that. So I did have a very mm-hmm. warm, welcoming feel. Um, going to their homecoming. And yeah, they have a nightlife thing too, too. I mean, it's a court they have like the party, you know, like a Friday and Saturday night and stuff too, you know, so people kind of get, you know, nice and dressed up there. But on campus, mm-hmm. it just feel like, you know, it's real laid back. And that was like yeah, the, the no biggest pressure. difference that I noticed versus 
compared to, to Central and any of the private schools, like I said, on the East Coast that I, I experienced. And it was so fun. It was still fun. It was just in a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about um, in the homecoming, do you have an experience that you wouldn't, you wouldn't mind experience? I think I wouldn't mind trying to go to uh, – I've never been to campus before, but I've always been kind of curious about FAMU. Okay. Um, ah, yeah. Uh, so they right butted up against uh, Florida State. Florida State. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I won't. Yeah, I, I never been to been to it before, but this, mm-hmm. I've seen like clips and stuff of like the campus and everything else, and I, I guess because it's maybe it's a Florida school and a big Florida school. I wouldn't mind. Try, I wouldn't mind trying to you know just see how it is. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Sure, what about you? Uh, ooh. <laughs> I haven't been to many um, homecomings actually for other schools, but. Of the ones I've been to, I've been to uh, how our freshman year essentially I went to Howard's homecoming with um, somebody from a high school that was horrible. Um, <laughs> it was like this is just uh, ridiculous to me. But honestly, I hate to say this, I really do. My freshman year, after going to our concert where we had Keith Sweat. Christopher Williams and Cut Close, which I was not feeling that at all. I ended up going to A&T's homecoming, and it was everything they talked about. You know, again, it was my freshman year, but that homecoming was like that. And I went by myself on a humble because I knew some people who went to high school with, they graduated and went there. So uh-huh. I was like, I'm just going to go. And I found somebody, which is crazy now, I can't believe I did that, but I went there <laughs> hoping to find, because you know, cell phones wasn't big back then. No, nah, wasn't no cell phone like that. I just went and I'm like, I'm going to find somebody I know. Sure enough, I ended up finding my homeboy, Baron. He lived on campus. I found him. He's like, sure, you can stay here. And it was just like the best homecoming ever. Like, mm. I was like, yo, like, this is so much better than my, my own school homecoming. <laughs> yeah, fuck that nigga. So, what I say. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it, but yeah. Fuck them niggas. They got um, a coliseum. We ain't got enough capacity. So let's be clear about why. And it's separate. That that it is separate. Nothing, Thank you. It has nothing to do with the home. Durham, North Carolina does not have a coliseum. Greensboro happens to have a coliseum. So it when does. promoters promote, it's not A&T's homecoming. That's right. The concert during A&T's homecoming. That's well, let's right. be clear. Not, not that I'm taking a a&T Sound all. like it. But then, <laughs> sorry. But then they didn't have it on that Coliseum. It was on campus. Like they had Shame. it was on campus. Shame. So, yeah. <laughs> what was the story, asshole? Why was you <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. But go ahead. I'm done. No, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, so was it was it was it was it the concert? Was it the atmosphere? Was it the uh, what what you know what solidified it for you? Or, or it what? was both. It was it was it was everything. Like the energy was the energy that I was expecting to get from my own, and maybe I didn't get it because you got to keep in mind I don't live on campus. My first. My thank freshman you, year. thank you. Got to be so, clear. You wasn't only y'all your freshman year, but y'all wasn't nowhere to be found either. I was in high school then, so so it was it was <laughs> yeah, I ended up going I my cousin, so it was it was just a different feel, you know what yeah. I mean? But that's I learned yeah. after that, you know. Yeah. But because you it, so it was it was everything, you know, it was everything that you said. You became a citizen of Fairville Street and figured it out. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I so, had no desire to go back to A and T after that. No doubt. And, and, and <laughs> so, Shara, what's a homecoming you haven't attended that you you think you would you would enjoy attending? Oh 
gosh, it's so many. Um, it's funny, Carmen took mine because I was I heard so much about FAMU. That that was one of them. But honestly, I want to go to Southern since all y'all have experienced that, and yes, Kelly definitely. talks about it so much. I really want to go to Southern. So yeah, you got some hospitality. I really want to experience that. Yeah, okay. So. All right. Jamie. Uh, I have two. So the best homecoming I've experienced, well, the one that's like the most glitzy and glamorous is Howard. I went to, I went there in 95 with New Church and Bobby and Glenn. And then I went again in uh, 2000, I think, 16 uh, when I was up there. So it's the most glamorous. And I've seen a lot of money being spent. And it's like, wow, this shit is amazing. And we saw Biggie in RFK Stadium in 95. That's what it was. Biggie mm -hmm. Puff, they had their they had homecoming in RFK Stadium. Mm -hmm. Now the one that I've went to recently is at Alabama State. Alabama State, my Neil Terrence Jones is the associate AD. And basically he's the second in command over there in the athletics department. And I've had a uh, an amazing time down there. They have Turkey Day classics. They don't have a traditional homecoming. Cool. They have homecoming on Thanksgiving Day. Every year. Every year. So homecoming for them is Thanksgiving Day. So we go. He's over there. So I'm with him over there. And they have the best facilities in the SWAC. Uh, I say that and I mean it. They have the nicest facility, the nicest campus I've seen in the SWAC. Alabama and State? Alabama State, yes. That yeah, stadium is amazing. You can Google wow. it and pull it up. So then we go to Louisiana that for that Saturday, which is the uh, Southern versus, uh, yeah, Southern Damn. versus Grambling. But Alabama State, I mean, they really set it out. So imagine turkey legs are all you can see. And I mean, they just have Thanksgiving on campus. Now, I must admit, I have been in a lot of places and a homecoming that I would like to experience, I done seen them all. Mm. <laughs> I might say yeah. fam, because I have not been to their homecoming. Um, Hampton's dope, of course. South yeah, State is really country, but they got plenty of space. Uh, you name it, I've probably been there. Now, hmm. let me say something about AT. I have been there for the fat for past few years with my homies, and they'll tell you, AT people tell you, they hate that shit because it's so commercialized. It's not their homecoming. It's Everybody's homecoming. Right. It's Central, the city of Greensboro. <laughs> it's the city of Greensboro's homecoming. Mm -hmm. Now, we're Central. We're an invite-only situation. You have to know somebody to know somebody to get on That's campus right. to get in that circle. Mm -hmm. We're way more wine and cheese than the mother. We will not. You can't come over here with us. Yeah, we've always been. We've always been bougie. Yeah, we've been bougie. The bougie is because we got so many girls on our yard. I mean, and, and that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, one, like yeah. and they, you can ask them. They're like, no, like, it's too many people. It's There is such a thing as too much of something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there are too many people on that campus at yeah. that time. Yeah. They can't really enjoy themselves. Like, you know, we can have an open flame on the yard. They can't even do anything like that. Yeah, and and, and my nephew's actually a senior at T now, and um, he he loves it. He loves it. Um, but I don't think his mom and my mom actually they've been my mom and his mom have been going to Auntie's homecoming. My mom likes to be able to kind of have a little room here and there. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. no more room. So, but um, all right. So I think for me, I'm no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just about to ask. Has your mom? I know she has, but she's been to Central Homecoming before. What she oh, think yeah. about it? Yeah, quite a so, few times. She loves it. She loves it. She loves it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think for her, she was she was initiated by, uh, for my sister coming through, 
Um, and just the whole aura. My mom loves the um the tailgating part and the vendors on the side selling food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she's just been sold um, on that maroon and gray. Like mm-hmm. she has central t-shirts, central towels in the house, and um the Great culture. Taste. Yeah, our culture it, where, where it's not like in an open po- open bar policy, like anybody can come in, right? It's just like, yo, you have to be part of this fraternity. Or yeah, you got like it's like the credit union. You got you can't get in here unless you, <laughs> unless you know somebody. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my mom, yeah, she 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 loves Central Homecoming. For me, I think the best homecoming, obviously '97, was one of the best. Um, I've done Howard, I've done A&T. Howard was more so like Jamie said, flashy. I think when I went to Howard Homecoming that year. That's the year Cameron got. Uh, Cameron had a Lamborghini. Yeah, Lamborghini going down New York Avenue and all. Yeah. So it was. It was more. It was more of the the, the glitz and glamour. Um, I liked it because it was eccentric and it was it was different. But but but, I did see the love for their for their university. Definitely. Um, I did see that. But when you talk about the love for the university. I think outside of Central, Howard was school, but A&T, I saw something similar to how we feel about our school. Um, the only thing I didn't like about it, like Jamie said, the, the numbers that they get really is not from homecoming. It's from that Coliseum promotion, right? And, and, and if you're listening, you went to T, I'm not hating on y'all, but it's the truth. The right. Coliseum and, and A&T, there's two separate entities. It's just promoted as one. Right. Um, and I think I think for me, they don't get me wrong. I think I think A and T, the alumni comes out, they comes out, they come back and they support. Oh, stuff. they got their shit together now. Yeah, so they got together. Now. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Somebody to look up to. They got their stuff because they have yeah. an alumni uh, event center on campus, which is amazing. Mm, they see, that's dope, right? Amazing. Mm-hmm. That's dope. But 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 that camaraderie that they have over there, um, outside of NCCU, I love it. Um, at T, um, a homecoming that I haven't experienced that I would love to probably would be Grambling. Um, ah, but it's up there, dog. It's real country. Yeah, yeah, but but I'm more so on on on, on the the, athlete, the the football thing. They kind of get a feel for that uh-huh. that old that 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 you know. Eddie Robinson team. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, Robinson type thing. Um, outside of that, maybe FAMU. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, between Central's '97 and the 2000, was it '99 Aggie Eagle Classic at NC State? I think them probably the two, my my best times on campus. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So yeah, but so, do you know what, okay. uh, No, I was gonna say I know we talking about HBCUs and this homecoming in general, but um, being from Greenville, you know what East Carolina University is. Going there to G-Vegas. a homecoming, yeah, <laughs> yes, it's. It's a different feel, of course, because it's a PWI, but right. the black people, of course, it's like they own little culture. So when they come back to homecoming, based on the people I've been around, mm-hmm. the energy is just still, it's still different. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's like, it's like they kind of have that same energy we have, be just being them, you know, the, the, the black people who hang together there, but yeah. it's just a different feel. So a PWI homecoming to me is... It's somebody they come more for like the football game and just 
to drink beer, you know what I'm saying? Versus <laughs> <laughs> the energy is just, just different. I just feel like it's just, I just feel like it's nothing like an HBCU. You know what? It, and not, I, went, I went to Carolina's homecoming, and 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 one thing and one thing I watched was uh, the black people there and how they 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 were in these little pockets. You can you can tell mm-hmm. they were in these yeah. pockets, and their experience at a PWI is is nothing like our experience. And I think one thing you know the the difference is. We're on one accord at the HBCU, from the horns in the band mm-hmm. to the to the to the to the to the discussions around the, uh, around the campus to the food being sold over there. They're still under that supervision of that BWI. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And if they, I think even if they try to, um, shit, what are they gonna do? HBCU ish. They can't do anything. It's, it's, <laughs> <Nah>. it's, <laughs> at all. It's <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to, you got a good point, Jermaine. I do want to, uh, to even we just talking about like homecomings and just um, HBCU experiences too. Um, that, that year, like with Jamie, when we met up um, down down in New Orleans and went mm-hmm. to the, um, we didn't meet up on purpose, but have you happen to come down there? Yeah, the Bayou Classic thing. I really enjoyed myself that weekend. I actually enjoyed myself probably more so than the homecoming, I right. think, because that, that was like the biggest. I guess a black event I ever seen as far. I as agree. And that Superdome, I never seen so many people at a game mm. at a and HBCU in the game, mm. right? And in the city, in, in the city too, all right. over. I mean, it was off the chain. It was nothing but parties. But it's everywhere. common to them. See, the thing about it is, if you think about it, Southern and Grambling. I think Southern's the only public university, public HBCU in Louisiana. Because might be is Grambling is. private. I don't know. It Even might if they private. are, the point I'm making is there's only two of them, right? We're in North Carolina. We got six public institutions, and AT having 11,000 kids, and Central having 8,000. I mm-hmm. think AT got 13, and we're now up to 10. But imagine if we were one school. That's so right. this, all those people are from that big state of Louisiana. That's right. And they know they can only go to, they only have two options. If we wanted to, we'd go to Federal State, Winston State, Mississippi State. state. Yeah. You can go to all these Shaw, St. Smith, Shaw. You can go to all mm-hmm. these different little black right. pockets. John C. Smith. John C. Smith. <laughs> yeah. Crazy enough to have they, homecoming on the same weekend. Like this year, AT has homecoming the same time we have homecoming. I think along with Virginia State or somebody. So we got plenty of options. That's mm-hmm. our problem. They ain't got but one show down there. Yeah, Southern everybody gravitates to it. That's right. Correct. And then you're in the city where you, you can publicly drink and you can walk down there and, and get drunk all like you want yeah. to and all that so but the, i had a really good time i definitely want to share that time with y'all you know all us come down there um again and just you know what i mean and just enjoy it we, we definitely have a good time because i yeah. i went to that many fresh party man he was he put he was freaking damn getting busy on the damn freaking one and two well i was just, mm-hmm. i had a great time man, what yeah <laughs> man and it's it, yo that's that, that's something when you it's only two schools in the whole state, and you you don't have to compete with anybody else. Like you I, th- know I, I think they got Dillard though. There ain't Dillard a black school there or uh, yeah, Xavier Dillard's or something. There. Like that. It's private or something. Oh, there you got uh, Xavier. And, yeah, but yeah. As far yeah. as size wise, yeah, you know what I'm uh-huh. You're just Southern and Grambling. Yeah, you're right. Southern and Grambling, but we got two big ones just right here in 30 minutes with each other. That's right. <laughs> That's true too. Along with cool. Winston, way out in the west, and the, excuse me, yeah, in the west, and then you got Elizabeth City way out in the east. Your yeah. favorite down south. Whole thing covered, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right about that. So. Yeah, man. Uh, All right, boys. So, tend to show. You know what time it is. Insert music. Don't have it yet. 
<laughs> Here you go. The dose of dopeness today is subject to change incorporated. Right. That is my firm. We do uh we customize in screen printing, embroidery, and graphic design work. Also promotional products. We've been in business now for 16 years. We celebrated our 15 year anniversary last November and we had a blast. Uh we've been in business since 04. We have such customers as uh, North, Carolina, North Carolina Central University, North Carolina A&T State University, Delaware State University, Alabama State, you name it, the list goes on and on. We can get it done. We uh, caps, hoodies, you name it, you need it, we got it. Follow us on the Instagram, on the Facebook at S2CLLC, and our website is www.shops2c.com. Hey, Jamie, I want to ask you, so can you tell the listeners, like, what was the idea? Uh, um, how do you end up starting this business? What, what uh, led you to, what inspired you to start this business? And well, the story goes business? like this. We started, the business was started in 2004. I came along later that year. Uh, I met my future partner, Nikia. She's a Delta from Duke. And Zach Hawkins and I, he's a state rep here in uh, Durham, North Carolina. He and I were at the Duke bonfire. We was 2004, we had nothing to do after Duke won. So we just decided to go over there. We ran into Nakia and she had told us about the company. And then I asked her, could I be down? She told me no, but then she recanted in about June of that year and we never looked back. So her reasoning behind starting the company is because there was not a lot of options in Durham. At the time it was, if y'all remember, to get line shirts and stuff you had to go to special tees yeah. <laughs> right. yep. and they tried their best they just couldn't keep up and they didn't have a good systems-based business so we saw a way into that market and by that time in 2004 they had probably just they fizzled out it was just so mm -hmm. much work sometimes you can't have so much work that you just right. can't do it all but at the time for black folk we knew to go to special tees yes, so right. that was a that was an opening in the market and we jumped right on it and what i brought to the table was people I knew people and what she had was skill set and ability to understand uh, contracts and how to say find a supplier I didn't know how to do any of that but I learned along the way so uh, we're still business partners and we're still going strong we just moved to Raleigh from Durham after 15 years uh, so how we started because there was a hole in the marketplace Ooh, that's what's up, dude. Well, man, congratulations, man, for 16 yeah, man. years, man. Like Real I said, still growing. That's definitely a blessing, man. Still growing. Business, you know, business owner, owner. Yeah. Um, that long, man. Definitely. Yeah, I've been full time since uh, 2006 when my car got repossessed. When I was like, "Well, shit, I had to do now." <laughs> <laughs> car got repossessed. I was like, "Well, ain't no more excuses now." Hey, so you were one door closed, another one open. Did it open? I it, that's a story <laughs> to itself. But yeah, I've been full time since 2006. Full time entrepreneur. That's awesome, man. That's awesome, man. All right, man. So, like I said, hopefully everybody enjoyed this uh, Ace Homecoming. Um, it's a very special back to school. <laughs> It's the very special homecoming episode. You know, like they had those uh, after school specials. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But also, two people, once again, man, like I said, try to like find your local um, school, especially uh, if you're an eagle, you're listening to this. And, you know, like I said, just trying mm -hmm. to join your local um, alumni chapter, give back, you know, saying go to the games or whatever they can. Like I said, these, you know, especially now during the pandemic, you know, mm -hmm. they, right. they, they definitely need some of this, this money to go back for some of these students, man. So, 
we have to remember we come where we came from and like i said this is us being more seasoned to just get back to our school and check on your fellow eagles we are not okay we are We're not, not okay homecoming this year we are not and okay. this weather off the chain down here i'm in raleigh this weather's off the chain y'all oh man perfect for october weather i mean it's not it's not cold it's not hot it's just nice and fall it nice is fall time chef's weather. kiss perfect yeah. mm. all right until next time remember to follow us on the internet uh four times dope podcast on facebook MySpace and um, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, and the Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and YouTube. You can see our faces on YouTube. Apple, Apple. iTunes, right? Yep, Apple. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Apple. Until then. <laughs>